0: Hey there, success seeker. Welcome to Dementia Caregiving for Families. Do you feel overwhelmed with the daily struggle of dementia caregiving? Looking for an easier path? You're in the right place. On this podcast, we teach you the skills to simplify caregiving. We unravel the mystery of dementia and guide you through the often difficult behaviors. I'm Lizette, your host and fellow family caregiver. As an occupational therapist, I bring my professional and personal experience to this community. Here we speak the truth, but without the verbal vomit. I know you will find value in today's program. So buckle up while this flight takes off. Well, welcome back to Dementia Caregiving for Families. This is episode 56, and today we are going to explore the only four plans that are possible for a person living with dementia. I had an interesting conversation with a lady earlier this week, which really put a lot of, um, I'm struggling to find the word, which put a little bit of perspective On it for me, related to uh, the fact that there really are only four ultimate outcomes for people living with dementia and healthcare, we have not done a good job of really talking to people about what the four plans are because What ends up happening is it's overwhelming. So a person is all of a sudden finds out somebody they love has dementia, uh, their mom, their husband, whatever, their sister, their sibling, whatever. We find out somebody we love has dementia. And what ends up happening is we we get given a, a brochure. Maybe I'm looking for something here on my desk, right? We get given a brochure that says this is what dementia is. But what doesn't happen is that somebody's actually sitting there and, and really explaining to you that um, there are really ultimately only four things, four plans, and two of them are kind of an iteration of the same plan. But there are really only four things that can happen to a person living with dementia. I hate to be the person to break it to you if you haven't considered this, But when somebody you love or you um, have found out somebody you love has dementia, or even if you have dementia yourself, which that sometimes happens, right, we find out that we have dementia or somebody that we love has dementia. The reality of the matter is that if you live long enough with dementia, any person who lives long enough with dementia will need 24-hour care. We don't say that in that way, and we don't say that clearly to people right at the beginning of the process. It's kind of like a rug, right? You're trying to clean the house. You're sweeping the house, and what happens is nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to actually say out loud. There's an implication that if you have dementia, that you logically should understand that the person is going to need 24-hour care. There's the implication of it, but it kind of swept under the rug. It's swept under the rug by society. It is swept under the rug by the healthcare providers. Doctors do not know how to talk to people about a dementia process. Even the specialists, right? You go see a specialist, you get a big a, a diagnosis. If you're fortunate enough after a year and a half of squeaking and squawking to get your loved one in to see the right people, what ends up happening is you just get more information related to the fact that, they have dementia, you might know a little bit more which type of dementia it is. You might have a little bit more information related to the, the thinking processes that are being impacted, but you don't necessarily, That nobody really sits down and says to you, um, if you live long enough with dementia, you will need 24-hour care. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. There are two things that I know about dementia number one is if you live long enough with dementia you will um, end up having a terminal process right which is a scary thing and I recognize that and I and I know that that is hard but but at the same time it's not the only terminal process that people go through cancer there are you know, Head injuries. Ultimately, guys, none of us are going to make it out of this world alive, right? So we know and we recognize that people living with dementia, ultimately, as of right now, it's considered a terminal process, right? Uh, That doesn't mean everybody is going to die from dementia. Some people are going to die with dementia. But that's the one thing we know without a shadow of a doubt. The second thing we know without a shadow of a doubt is that a person living with dementia who um, lives long enough is going to need 24-hour supervision. So let's talk about what the four plans are. So, I want you to imagine, right, a line across a page. Draw a line across the page. And then above the line and then below the line. Or actually, let's do this. Make it a quadrant, right, an an X. So, above the line is facility and below the line is at home. If you are looking at a piece of paper, on the left hand side of the line is intermittent care. And on the right-hand side of the line is 24-hour care. So we have a quadrant. We have a, a quadrant, right? Above the line is facility-based care. Below the line is at home. The left side of the line is of the the x-axis is intermittent care. And the right side is 24-hour care. Here are the four plans. In the bottom left-hand Corner, we have at home intermittent care. What does that mean? That means somebody is still living in the community. They are living at home, and this is the iteration. They are either living in their own home with intermittent supervision or occasional somebody coming in, or they're living in a family member's home with intermittent supervision. So that's the first one. That's plan number one. Plan number 2 is on the bottom on the right-hand side at home with 24-hour care. What does that mean? That is also the other iteration which is it is in a child's home, a sibling's home, a at their own home but they have 24-hour care. That means somebody is with them 24 hours a day, making sure that this person who is living with dementia is safe. That can be family caregivers. It can be paid caregivers. But those are the first two plans. So the bottom left is at home, a a daughter's home, a family member's home with occasional or intermittent supervision. To at home or at a daughter's home with 24 hour supervision either being provided by family or by paid caregivers. That's that. So two plans. Plans number three and four are above the line. And the first one is assisted living, memory care. And why do I say assisted living memory care? Is because they fall into the sphere of facility-based but with intermittent supervision or occasional supervision. Why do I say a memory care is not 24-hour assistance is because of the following. When a person is in a memory care facility, nowhere 24-hour care means 24-hour care. Nobody has eyeballs unless you have awake care. Nobody has awake 24-hour care or very... Few people require that level of care in an assisted living and a memory care facility. You are in a facility based setting and you still only have intermittent care. The intermittent care is available 24 hours a day, but you still don't have somebody with their eyeballs on somebody for 24 hours a day. So facility based intermittent um occasional supervision at, at a assisted living or a memory care facility. Now, the last one is 24-hour care skilled nursing. And the reason I have these two broken up is because typically people who are in an assisted living slash memory care need assistance, but they're not needing heave-ho type of assistance. They're not needing big heavy lifting type of assistance. When somebody is in a skilled nursing facility with twenty four hours still in still not direct line of sight care, they are requiring typically a lot of ph- physical assistance with transfers, physical assistance with, bathing and dressing, etc. But the biggest difference between skilled nursing and memory care is that the person in a memory care is frequently still walking. Um, They may use a wheelchair, but they're a lot less heavy lifting. And when a person gets to the heavy lifting phase, then they are in uh, a skilled nursing facility. These options above the line are obviously way more expensive. Home with 24-hour paid caregivers can be more expensive than memory care or assisted living level of care. But bottom line is these are the only four plans that are truly, truly available for people living with dementia. This is just a a framework for you to be able to look at it and distill it down a little bit more into an an easier way for you to be able to look at it so it doesn't seem so overwhelming with the, I don't know what to do, right? Now, granted, every person has different uh, constraints, and I'm not talking about The potential constraints to these four plans. I don't have access to the money that I would need to have in order to provide myself or my parents with 24-hour paid caregivers at home. So that plan might not be reasonable for me related to 24-hour paid caregivers at home. But what I am presenting to you today is to to distill it down into these four different plans. Intermittent assistance at home, which is either a family member's home or or their home, 24-hour caregiving assistance at home, either my home or their home, and either family providing 24-hour care or paid caregivers, then assisted living level of care, Uh, which is intermittent in a facility like an assisted living or a memory care or skilled nursing. Those are the only four plans that a person living with dementia have available to them. That's taken 30 years of doing this and distilling it down into the absolute core essence of what it is that every healthcare provider is trying to say to you in a roundabout kind of way, uh, when telling you about uh, helping somebody living with dementia. And these four plans can actually be applied to any caregiving situation, to any diagnosis, to anything. These are the four things that are available for people to do. And so the, the lady that I w- had been speaking with earlier, so the lady I had been with earlier or speaking with earlier encouraged me to share these fourth plans with people because she had been a a family caregiver, which is what this program is all about, right? Family caregiving, dementia caregiving for families. And she had been a family caregiver. And she's like, nobody ever explained it to me in a way that it actually made sense for me to be able to understand that this is really what I'm going to be providing or what was going to be possible for us. So right now, I'll, I'll just end this broadcast. I'll end this program today with this. In my particular life, uh, we we have some constraints just like anybody else, right? My mom and dad emigrated from, the, uh, from South Africa to the United States in their early 60s. They're in their 70s now, brought all their money with them. They have what they have, and my husband and I are not independently wealthy, Wealthy, my sister. So our choices are my parents live at home with intermittent assistance. They live with me with intermittent assistance, or they live in their own home with 24-hour assistance being provided by family. Those are the only three options that we have available. And so when my husband and I are considering our active choice of being a caregiver to my mom and dad who need help, our decisions were limited within those constraints to be able to our unique preferences and desires and perspectives, as well as considering their unique preferences, desires, and, you know, constraints. And what we have concluded for right now our plan is that my husband and I are supporting my mom and dad living in their own home with intermittent supervision if they require if they live long enough and they require more assistance then we have another plan that we can implement so i wanted to share this with you today to make it easier for you to to not so overwhelmed with do i do, I do this or do i do take these four plans Look at your life as the family caregiver and decide which one of these four plans seems like it would be the most practical, considering all of the constraints that you have related to your finances and resources and uh, family caregiver situation. And then make the best decision that you have with the information that you have right now understanding that very few decisions that we make in our life uh, are decisions that cannot be undone. So if you make a decision and it doesn't work out, if you make a plan and that plan doesn't work out, it is okay to change direction. Just because you decide one thing doesn't mean that that is set in stone. I have helped numerous people over the years who had decided earlier on to put somebody in a nursing home or an assisted living facility and brought them home with 24-hour care. So just because you make one decision does not mean that you cannot undo it. None of these decisions, these plans are to the extent that they cannot be changed. So I want to encourage you with that. Just make a decision, make an active step towards the next Uh, decision that you need to make and recognize that you do not have to have all of the answers in place. But to make it easier for you to start this journey or wherever you are on this journey, these are the four plans. Those are the only four plans that are available for somebody living with dementia in order for them to, for the remainder of their life. Because as we started the program, as we started the podcast, somebody living with dementia long enough will need 24 hours supervision. So I hope this has encouraged you today to just consider what the four plans are that are available and start to take it from being so overwhelming and so many different options in your own mind and distilling it down into one of these four plans. Thanks for joining me today, Success Seeker. I pour my heart and soul into this program to serve you. You serve me by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and join our free Facebook group, Dementia Caregiving for Families. It's a positive and proactive space to navigate dementia caregiving together. Get practical tools and find support, but without the verbal vomit. Be a part of our community where we seek to find peace of mind and ease, despite the dementia diagnosis. So join today and see you next time as our flight takes off.